Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. There's nothing much to say this week aside from the fact that this is our last episode with Rob Stith of the Orpheus Protocol. It was really, really fun to be able to record with him and spin the stories that we got to tell right here. I think the show is leagues and miles better for it. And that being said, let's get it started. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, the entire crew returned to Quinn's to assess their situations and discuss the goings-ons of their separate journeys. As they came together, how would Goldie and Rizzo react to the news about Seven Symphonies' calls? What was their next course of action? Were the lovers going to take this news in stride? We cut back to Quinn's as Rizzo, Cascade of Joyous Rhapsodies, and Golden Might of the Dawn are returning. A moment ago, Tepet Harmonious Accord arrived, ready to work on this sorceress project to find that there was no Rizzo here. But he did find Alceus and Ashen Mask had returned. Hey, thanks for waiting. I just had to stop by at home real quick. Um, yeah, it's good to see you back. Yeah, I found out some information that might actually help us with the working. That's great. What's up with the graffiti? graffiti? Yeah, yeah, we got tagged. Can I clean that now, please? Yes, that's fine. I'll try not to glow. What happened when you ran off this morning? Well, uh, um, we had a quick impromptu meeting with seven symphonious chords honestly it was more productive than i would have even hoped for oh yeah that Be- one being honest it could have gone much worse i'm actually surprised yes conversations with him before have often been difficult you know he's got a very strong personality but i also think he has the best intentions for the city like i'm sorry what like for real he wants the city to be prosperous beyond almost any doubt his wish is for this city and its people to be protected and to have more of a voice in their own governance than they have now are you sure he wasn't just saying that to get you guys to i don't know think he's a good guy oh he attempted to use influences on us but i so it's hard to tell for sure with these kind of things but i feel as though we broke through i mean we were both throwing a a lot of mojo around in there and i mean as far as i can tell his intent is honest did he tell you about the blood rage he's susceptible to he did in fact he said that the only reason he hasn't taken control of jaway outright long before now is out of a concern to avoid accidentally succumbing to that condition i mean Blood rages happen to people sometimes, Goldie says as she dusts off her hands from having cleaned the door. Interesting. Is there a way that we can actually trust him if he can just turn into that whenever? When pushed? I mean, with a person like him, it takes a lot of pushing, to be fair. It's easy to do here. Also, to be fair, if someone were to push one of us far, it's not like we couldn't do some damage. I mean, I've been known to kill an army or two, so... Honestly, the man's his own worst enemy. He puts up a very strong facade of intimidation and danger when it seems to me, from my limited time here, that most of the people who live in this city would prefer his way of thinking, his way of seeing this city progress. But would he let me fix the rest of the houses? Honestly, if you went to him and asked first, he 
He probably would. But why did he do that to our house? Why did he graffiti our house and send a message? Because he or- sees him, himself as a protector and... Ah, ah, was he protecting our family by tagging my house, my establishment? Because I fixed a street that was completely run down. We all saw the bathtub fall through their second story and out into the street. Well, to be fair, the realm arrived here offering to repair the streets and start schools. Who's to say that you couldn't be making the same maneuver in his eyes? He should know that some of us are natives and Rizzo points to herself. Well, you didn't go talk to him. Then he shouldn't be the one making assumptions. Yes, but also you weren't the one that fixed the street either. Yeah, so maybe he should just ask around first before ruining somebody's business. I have a fine establishment. I think he's very sensitive about his territory, particularly while his power is not legitimate. He could have seen Golden Might of the Dawn's attempt to help the people of the Smiling Eyes District as a statement. A, a statement power of his play. inadequacy. Yes, a power play. Well, this is why you should have let me go with you, because then I could have just told him I was just trying to be a gracious guest. <laughs> oh, thank God we didn't. I'm No offense. I think she may have just snapped, though. <laughs> glowed while we were... She painted a portrait of Rizzo's family and just... Glutamite of the Dawn just crosses her arms, like, so what? Okay, one, I appreciate that, but two, snitches get stitches. I'm yeah! a chosen of secrets. It's my job to let them out as well as to keep them s- s- yeah. safe. I tell you what, Cass, see if I ever tell you a secret. But she looks to Ashen Mask and is like, yeah. So, uh, what's the plan then? Well, I mean, definitely get the lovers to step down. Probably make some sort of written proclamation saying that they're uh, not in charge anymore. That's gonna take a lot. I mean, there's a way to make it not take a lot. I might have to glow again, but but I think... I might be able to talk them out of it. Obviously, like, you should talk to them first because you know them, but I can... (sighs) I can actually be kind of persuasive. I've literally seen nothing that backs that up. (laughs) Um, you were there when I intimidated an army of golems to sit the fuck down. Uh, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I'm just not sure how they're gonna take this information from me. We're taking their jobs away, and I'm sure they're fine sitting comfortably how they are. This is preferable to being murdered by Seven Symphonious Chords or by an invasion force from the realm, and that is their future. They don't have a plan. They don't have any way of consolidating more power. It's just a matter of time until someone with real power takes their position. And with their attention split between these two threats, there's no way that they could get one of them to be held off, let alone both. And Rizzo, the lovers feel scared. Yeah, they just get defensive when they're scared. I mean, like most people do. It's worth a shot, but I'm just saying maybe we could have a couple extra plans on deck. We can break the news to them as gently as we possibly can. As for other plans, I... I think that I would like to see the realm removed from this city post-haste, regardless of everything else. I don't see the realm as part of Xiao Wei's ideal future. Oh, I can guarantee, based on everything I know, the people that are here think that they're doing a good thing, but it's only a matter of time before, well... It's a beachhead. It's just inroads. It's how they operate. Precisely. Well then, let's uh, go have a nice, friendly, completely non-threatening... And non-glowing. Especially non-glowing 
talk with the lovers about how we're going to abolish the lover system because why? And uh, Ashton Mask holds up a sheet of paper that he had been working on and it is a full written declaration from the lovers that says that they will be stepping down and they are no longer in charge. Their signatures are on it and it looks exactly like theirs. Cool. Go ahead and actually give me a manipulation plus larceny roll. Something I'm sure is just a horrible dice pool for you. Oh no. So that would be uh, seven successes. Yeah, that document is unimpeachable. I guess this means I'm not going to get to go on my date, huh? Well, I'm not firing her. You know, just... The number's young. You could try to do that before. Mm. I had to call. I know that we said that we would like go on a date two days from now, but how about we go on a date right now? And then right after our date, I'm going to come back here and help kick your friends out of office. Some like spontaneity. I would leave out the second part, though. I wasn't actually going to tell her. Do I look like a cord? It sounds like we've got a pretty good plan here. I don't know. Like I said, I'm going to be great. And Cass, I think you worked on this thing last time, didn't you? I helped when I could. I'm happy to sit here and take a look at what you've got boiling while everyone else goes and talks this one out. Yeah, that would be really nice if you could look after things. Maybe if you see there's something that we're missing. I know my grandma did say that we should try to have an anchor or maybe a reset location. If that means anything else to you than what it does on the surface, by all means, everything in here is open for you to use. Perfect. I'll take a look. We cut back to the Conclave of Amers as the lot of you roll up the steps, and waddling down as you ascend is a figure standing at most two feet tall, carved apparently of wood, with these large, keen eyes wearing a roof shingle as a hat, who gives you a little tip of the hat as they pass by. Oh my gosh, that was so cute! What is it, Rizzo? That was an angel named Rue. Rizzo looks back and Rue's gone, but she sees little footprints and smiles to herself. In the end, Rue was carrying me the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what that was, but it was definitely adorable. It was a charming little fellow. You continue on past Rue, and Tikal greets you, and before long, you have your audience with the lovers. Tikal opens the door into that same conference room and says, I hope it is that you have good news, perhaps, on paper, as we had discussed. Oh yeah, I got good news on paper. Well, we do have some pretty good news, and we have some paperwork, but... It's yeah, a, I mean, it's better than it, better information than we had last time. It's what you might call a long story. And it's real good news for the city, though. Jaway is moving up. At this point, Forlorn Arya and Lakshu are well in the conference room. What do you mean by that? Well, it turns out that Seven Symphonious Chords actually wants good things for the city. He cast the banks of the Tepu River into a shadow land. He killed my brother. I know, but I think overall he really wants the realm out of the hands and their jaw way out of the hands of the realm. And Did it occur to you for maybe half a second that he's in your heads? Well, I didn't personally meet with him, so he can't get in my head. And also, no, he's not in my head. We did the best we could to check, and honestly, he's telling the truth. He wants really good things for jaw way. I'm sure that that's what he wants you to think. That's what he actually wants. 
then why has he done all of the insane things that he's done? Killed the people that he's killed. Sometimes you just kill people and you don't really mean for them to die. It just kind of happens. Now, I'm not aware of the entire situation, but that particularly bad incident on the banks of the river was a slippage of his control over his power. By the way, his legitimate regret over that situation is the only reason that you are still alive. He does not wish to ever lose control in that way again, and thus he has moved far more slowly than his frankly terrifying level of power would allow him to. Well, I guess if you're meeting to follow up, the answer as to whether or not we'll meet with him face to face is no then. Well, we don't really need y'all to meet face to face anymore. Yeah, too late. You already did. Excuse me? Uh, we, we had a proxy meeting, uh, with him for you. And, uh, you know, we've agreed to some really good terms. This is like Godwin is ruling the city all over again. If you think about it from a different perspective as a regular citizen of Jalway, and you know who you are as the lovers who are in control you know that you don't have any power. You have no alliances. You cannot protect Jaweh. The only reason why you're still in power now is just because Seven Symphonious Chords doesn't want to make his move. Out of concern for the citizens. Go ahead and make a charisma plus presence roll. I'll call that a two-dot stunt, because you really hit the heart of the matter there. Ten successes. Arya and Lakshu look crestfallen. You're not wrong. I thought that if Godwin was gone and we had the administration, we could get something done. Toji and the other advisors, they have solid heads on their shoulders, but... It's hard. There was a lot of damage done, and Samir made a good case. And Kords, he's really the reason we came back in the first place. Me and the pirate fleet. I mean, you did the best you could, but to be honest, you really did inherit Jawe in a terrible state. We had just had a fight and a falling out with the realm. It's not ideal, and you were going through a lot personally, but I think it's just time to realize that there's nothing more that you can positively do for Jawe. We're trying to rebuild, and honestly, I think it's going to take a lot from the people who are within it itself. I mean, not just the homes are broken, but a lot of people are too. And I think that you understand that as well. And as much as it confuses and hurts me to say this, I think Seven Symphonious Chords is the only one with enough power and motivation to do some good and make that ripple of change that we need to do in positive steps. I'm sure that your time in a pirate fleet taught you the same lesson that I learned in my home nation, which is that power that is not backed by real violence, is just an illusion, and will crumble one day. Seven Symphonious Chords has real power, and as I, an ashen mask, have assessed, he has the best interests of Jawe at heart, even if he is an intimidating figure. Tears are starting to well in Forlorn Arya's eyes. This is everything since I- I've become an adult. This has been my life for years, trying to get to this point, and... We had power, but we were overwhelmed. Harmonious Accord put an end to that, and maybe you're right, maybe. Maybe Chords is better for the city. I think it's important for you to know you did not fail. Jawe still stands, and that is very much because of you, but we need to look to the future and to the common good of every citizen. That was Godwin and Ajax and Ariston. I signed papers. 
you kept the city functioning. I have been gone for a few months after the falling out with the realm. I felt like I was needed elsewhere. And when I came back, I learned that our younger generations are actually doing better in school than they have ever done in the past. And that's because of the papers that you signed to help with education for them. That's going to start something bigger much later on. And you may never see that. When they grow up, they're going to make changes too. But if Cords takes the seat at the head of the city, if if that happens, then me and Lakshu, who are we? What's our place? The one thing that has pushed us f- failed. It's, it's You didn't fail. It's just you were dealt a bad hand and you made the most that you could of it. Isn't there anything that you wanted to do if you didn't have the burden of taking care of a whole entire city at such a young age? You two could go back to taking care of each other. Lakshu looks at her hands, the network of fine scars that lace them from her time as a face stealer in her youth. I I did want to take up my dad's craft, I guess. We could get a place for you to do it. He's still got his workshop in the city, but maybe the city's not a place for us anymore. Not right now. I think you should just go at it at your pace. Maybe... Decide to do something and always have your dad's business to fall back on. I know that everyone in the city would love to have you back as just a citizen, as a neighbor, as a friend, as a fellow Jawanayan. Speaking as someone who's <laughs> quite a bit older than either of you and who has literally lost everything, you really never know what the next day brings. Both of you are powerful and intelligent. You have so much potential, and to be locked in this unenviable position of untenably governing a city, honestly, what you're being given is the rest of your lives. I don't think that right now this city is a place for us between Godwin and Cords and losing the fleet. I'll see to it personally that Cords does not mistreat you. I also think it would be extremely fair to maybe we could ask of seven symphonious chords of a parting gift to make sure that you were able to travel wherever you need to with ease. I could make you a boat. We just need a simple vessel. I know where a colony of tide mares lives. I made a deal with them once. They owe me something. From what I hear, where you grew up to call sounds beautiful out there in the West. It is like no place you have ever seen. Maybe we should take some time and let Jawe go. We should have stepped away when we were 15. We should never have come back. You came at a time when you were desperately needed. If you didn't come when you did, who knows what would have happened. Gondwin single-handedly did do a lot of damage to the city, and you did what you could to make amends and start to put some of the pieces back together. And after I build you a nice, lovely ship, and Goldie looks to, to call for a moment and then looks back at Lakshu and Aria, I can talk with Seven Symphonious Chords and we can put the pieces of the city back together. Aria wipes tears from her eyes. This isn't fair of you. Let me let, me let this go, okay? I just need this right now. This can't be my town, Okay. Not anymore. That's fair. We hope that whatever place or person that you go and find home with, that it treats you better than Jalway ever did. I'm standing right here. Yeah. We were talking about to call. I was just meaning like if you guys had a family or something, you know. Yeah. 
Well, I guess we both have the blessing and the curse of having family still here. They're always here to come back to. Doesn't mean you have to stick with them. I guess so. Can you promise me one thing? Of course. Do something about the cult that's still here. <laughs> yeah. They need to know what a horrible person Godwin was. Yeah, I'll... It's not fair to them. I'll try to see if I can manage a weekend to kind of give him a crash course on the awfuls of Godwin. If ever you find yourself out in a small island in the West, you know, maybe we'll be there too. That would be nice. We gave the city what we had to offer, and we're going to have to get used down there. Locks you to living even then without stones. You know how the curse goes. <laughs> yeah. So... We're willing to accept the burden of that. Rizzo goes into the pouch that Qui-Gon has on him and takes out two pine cones with googly eyes on them that says you are now leaving Jawe, and she gives one to each of them. Thank you, Rizzo. Don't I... forget what you've accomplished here. You've done a lot, and maybe someday you'll have that place in your life where you can come back here and separate the things that happened and be able to see what you're doing today and what you've done in your time here has done to benefit the city from its lowest point. I hope so. I just wish we could have done more, done right by you or by the city. But if you believe that Cords is the right answer, all we can do is trust you. And hey, if by the time we come back, it's a blighted wasteland, at least we weren't here to see it fall. True, and nothing's on you at that point. Take this as a clean slate to start a new future and rid your hands of so much responsibility and just maybe focus on life. Come now, my captain, first mate. There is much to do. So, uh, guess we won't be going on that date. <laughs> if ever you find yourself out on a small island in the west, perhaps we could share a drink. Cool. And Golly looks at her feet as a blush that is not magical fills her cheeks. And they step out of the room. Well, should we go tell Seven Symphonious Courts that he owns the city, or should we kick the realm out first? <laughs> I think he wants the realm gone first, so... Did he ask us to do that? I mean, technically, that's what he asked us to do first. All right, fine. And to be honest, it's just the right thing to do. I just thought that maybe if we told him first, he'd be like, okay, it's my city now, I'll do it. You know, I don't like, want hey. him to kick the realm out because if he does it, then like, it might be a problem. Yeah, okay. you're right. Let's do it. Let's just let's just let's just fucking do you it. Know, let's just, yeah, let's just do it. F- fucking pumped for it. Yeah, let's just go. We cut to the school that the realm has established where Ragra Samir can be found most days. He's a mid-sized man. He has a muscular build from the vegetarian diet and large amounts of monastic exercises that he does he is shaved bald and greets you hello my name is ragra samir i'm an emissary of the school here how can i help you you can get out pardon me uh, yeah uh, you can get out of chow oh. forever and take all the rest of the revolution mask so- is grabbing hold of <laughs> golden mites shoulders and just dragging her back no 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 like, so, I was seriously going to persuade action. We are here on behalf of the new government of Jawei, and we... Have quite good relations with them. Oh, no, 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 no. The lovers, they're gone forever. So... Another administrative shakeup. Yes, we are now working with Seven Symphonious Chords, and we have been asked to ask you to leave Jawei. You are being 
evicted. Under what pretenses? Pretenses of we don't want any influences or the realm here within Jalway anymore. We denounced them at your behest, you and your friends. Right. And now it seems though they don't want you here at all, Mr. Since Sin Seven Symphonious Courts. Here's the thing. I'm sure that you believe that you are doing good here, and you are doing some good works. However, I have dealt with the realm before, and the erasure of the local culture that is going on right now is the first step in a decades-long program of cultural syncretism, weaponized syncretism, I should say, and imperialism. Eventual invasion whether you know that or not, and the new government has no interest in allowing that to continue. Well, I will tell you what I told Rizzo and her friends last time we spoke about this. If we return to the realm, all that waits for us is a swift decapitation. Creation is large. Might there be another place that... You have thought about going to? Let me put it like this. When I joined the Immaculate Order, I renounced my familial ties. I never exalted. I was never meant to be someone in House Ragara. I did my time with my monastic duties. I was sent to do missionary work. That missionary work led to my excision from the realm. I have very little by way of meaningful social connections or emotional connections outside of this city. I only have the people I came here with and the people in the city that we've sought to serve since. Certainly we could wander, but what sort of a life is that? I need to ask you, are your philanthropic efforts here divorced from the influence of the realm, as you say, simply an expression of a genuine desire to see your fellow man bettered? I learned what I learned about this sort of work through the realm, but we've severed ties. If I were to send communications to them, they would be either summarily ignored or they would result in the arrival of people in the city who wish to tie up loose ends. I happen to know of a city, a very large city in the Dreaming Sea, that has recently changed governments, perhaps with some help. Shasrat is what it is called. It was a brutal totalitarian dictatorship that was recently overthrown, and a more democratic system is being put in place. Your efforts could go far there to benefiting the citizenry if you could put those efforts forth without attempting to supplant aspects of the local culture. I could put a good word in for you with the new government. They are very sympathetic to me. I left them on very good terms. You would be well taken care of as well. Go ahead and roll charisma plus presence at a difficulty three. He's just a normal man. Despite rolling an obscene number of dice, I did only get three successes. If it is the will of the people here, to no longer receive our assistance, then I suppose there's not a lot that we can do. I will see about us collecting our things and making our way to Shazrad. I only hope that our contributions here are honoured, and that perhaps someone in the community might be able to oversee the continued running of this school, for example. I'm sure that that can be seen too. I will also send word to Shazrad ahead of you, to see that you are warmly received. I suppose I'll go inform the people. Thank you for your cooperation. A lot of this was put on us within a matter of hours, and to be honest, I'm not sure how good of an idea it would be if y'all stuck around while Seven Symphonious Chord ruled, so... He's been um, something of a monkey on our back. So, I hope the best for you. Yep. No hard feelings. Great, because I can rebuild the city so much faster than you. Yep. 
None at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, here. And Rizzo gives out another pine cone with googly eyes that says, you are now leaving Jawway. <laughs> Shove it in his eye. Shove it in his eye. Well, I suppose this is suffused with the rustic charm that we've come to enjoy here. I will treasure it. Goldie, big smile on her face, waves like, get the fuck out. Yep, he turns around and goes to inform people that their leaving time is upon them. So should we go deliver this to Seven Symphonious Cars? I'm really not digging being an errand lady. Well, I mean, if we go meet with him now, Goldie, at least you can let him know you plan on helping to fix things up. To avoid any further misunderstandings. Yeah, yeah I'll be super clear like I have been with everybody else today. Sounds good to me. I mean, she's going to do what she's going to do. It's true. It's true facts. All right. So it is getting late in the day. So as you arrive at Cords' Manor and are led once more through the labyrinthine corridors as you descend into his sunken throne room, the mortals have given way to ghosts in the circle that surrounds the chamber. He still wears his armor and welcomes you in. Welcome back. Hi. Look at the whole lot of you this time, huh? Been a while, Rizzo. It's, uh, she does not seem particularly excited to be there. There's been a lot of change that she wasn't firsthand on board for, but because she trusts her friends and she's rolling with it, she's still a little skeptical, but she's in a little too deep now. Still could take some personal convincing. I think least time I saw you was the time that Eriston uh, put his fist in Godwin's throat, huh? Yep. So I'm Golden Light of the Dawn, and I super duper look forward to helping rebuild your city. Our. Our city, yeah. Correct, Rizzo. You're one for one, 100% right now. Yeah, but see, I didn't want to say, like, ours, because it's not mine, it's yours and Rizzo's, and so that's the part Jolly. where River Speak is really confusing. It's all visitors as their own. So, Where? nice to meet you, Golden Man of the Dawn, then. I presume that you have good news, Alcius? That's why you've brought such a large contingent with you, eh? Well, perhaps... All things have gone really, really bad, and I should be grabbing the old recorder. Oh, hmm. no, we aren't here to listen to you play. It's not for musical reasons. Um... I, I rather think there's more good news than you even bargained for. The lovers have agreed to step down and cede power peacefully to you. And the realm, the remnants of the realm, have agreed to leave the city as quickly as preparations can be made and ply their services elsewhere from now on. I assume that in the act of you offering me this information and helping to turn over the city, you are also granting me permission on some level to accept responsibility for the ousting of the realm, such as to garner the goodwill of the people of Jaway to ease the uh, pains of the transition. So you're taking credit for what we did? I have no need for renown. I'd rather wish the opposite for myself. At least. That can still certainly be arranged. I'm not necessarily looking to take entire credit, but if the lovers are ousted, the philanthropic works of the realm are gone without adequate public justification, and I step in. That makes me look rather like a petty tyrant. You know, I'm not able to avoid the bloodshed necessarily that I was hoping to avoid. If I'm able to spin it by angling that as a part of my transition plan, people might look more kindly upon me, especially as I expose them for being the engine of propaganda that they were. A peaceful transition of power is of paramount importance, I would think. Yes, we must ensure the peaceful transition of power. Rizzo has progressively 
been squinting her eyes closer and closer together, just so skeptical. But the idea of a peaceful power transition, which seems beneficial to Jawei, seems like an idea that she can't argue with. Besides, you have a much better builder than the realm, so as long as you can find someone to run their schools, you have no need for them. Certainly, I'm sure that there's a number of people who are qualified to teach. There's a number of ghosts in the community who are essentially aching to share some of their knowledge with the community. Perfect. That sounds lovely. Don't know what you mean about having a better builder, though. Me. I'm the one who fixed the goddamn street. Yeah, you painted on my house. Yeah, I had what to clean heck, that. Man? That's my fine establishment. I do investigations. I run a business. He taps his temple. That's the mind games that got me here. I don't understand. Do you have any any reason not to put me in your best interest right now? He waves his hand in front of his face. Oh, shit, I can't see him. I can see him. Am I not supposed to see uh, No, I, I defaced your business, yes. Mm. Mm. Well, it wasn't me personally, but by proxy. But I'm accepting responsibility for that. I needed to send a message. Someone was out there. You never heard of a freaking piece of mail? What do you think the wood spiders are for? Until literally minutes ago, I was a crime lord. I need to send a specific type of message to maintain my persona. It was a threat. You are out there on my streets, in my district, fixing things up without permission. Oh, see, Shining now, things up. Now they're yours, but a minute ago they That's were That's the ours. old me, the crime lord me. At that time, I'm explaining to you my justifications. Let me tell you something, buddy. You turkey? Oh, you, you did said- not. Listen up. You could have said just joshing afterwards or something. Something, you know, like, oh, gotta keep up appearances, winky face. You know how it goes, winky face. So, you're just me. as bad as Sherman, okay? Well, Sherman's a name that sounds like just for terrible people. It's whatever. Anyway, I was just trying to be honest with you. I was trying to garner some good faith. By ruining and defacing my property? No, by explaining myself after the fact and apologizing. I, I was working up to the part where I apologized. You didn't but, get to it But you're stepping all over me. You're not letting a man justify himself. The first thing when I walked in this door should have been, hey, I know what you're going to say. I apologize. And his cast mark snaps on. What were you saying? Goldie snaps on in retaliation, and she crosses her arms and so, glares at him. Oh, for God's sake. Anyone in the room now who tries to speak out against Seven Symphonious Chords will need to pay a willpower. This is- what? That's it. We're gonna play this game, Ben. What an annoying little bugger. I was simply trying to apologize. I apologize for defacing your house. You will be compensated for the losses in repainting. It Fine. was me trying to maintain my grip on the city. I didn't want to trigger a situation that might lead to, as discussed previously with our CS, the group of people who I don't want coming to chair way, coming to chair way and killing everybody. You ugh think i don't know that but fine thank you i take your apology everything's fine everything's dandy i'm just saying for future reference maybe lead in with your apologies instead of let people think that you're not gonna apologize for things that you did um because that's not that's not being a good friend just saying i'll take that under advisement goldie immediately puts her hand on her hip and also casts majestic radiant presence so he has to pay a willpower to speak against her and she'll pay the one to speak against him i really think you should get down on your knees and show us just how sorry you are he pays the willpower <laughs> no just directly no 
You could at least send us a fruit basket. This is my town. Like, this this town has just changed hands. Why is it that you would help ease a transition of power and then come in here and inform me that and just start insulting me all over the place? It doesn't make any sense. I would, Where's the group cohesion? I would love to know that myself, to I be perfectly honest. I haven't insulted you at all. You just told me to get on the floor. <laughs> Like a dog. I told you to show me how sorry you really are. I, I told you that I would pay you back the money, that it was something that I needed to do to keep the people of the city safe, that I'm deeply sorrowful that I had to interfere with your attempts to restore peace and goodness to the city. That's as far as it goes. That's fine. And Rizzo puts a hand on Goldie's shoulder and gives it a slight squeeze, but reassuring. But do keep in mind, I'm just saying, you are here partly because of us. And that's all I'm going to say about it. What's your resolve score? Five. Oh, five. Too for defining intimacy to getting the last word in. I mean, it might actually be. It's always been a thing that I just realized right now. So he's going to activate mind wiping gaze. That's 13 successes. So now you can't remember what it is exactly that you were so angry about. Rizzo, like, Why am I so angry? <laughs> because he defaced our door and is trying to fix it with money. We don't need money. I fixed it. I'm an excellent builder. I, I also gave I you remember. a genuine apology. I literally don't know what you want from me. I just honestly didn't feel that your apology was that sincere. I don't remember. Okay. I think I would remember Ish if someone mask. were to I'll see. You want to help me out here? Because okay. I feel like that. I said what I did. I said why I did it. I apologized. I said I won't do it again. And then I offered some form of recompense. Yeah, but... Like, that's all of the things you're supposed to do, isn't it? But how are we supposed to know that you won't do it to other people? What's to stop you from still having your little gang so you can be... Oh, my boss? fucking God! I don't remember anything. Ashen Mask grabs Goldie... <laughs> By his shoulders. She should not be doing any sort of negotiation for anybody. (laughs) Please, please, for the love of God. You have squandered almost all the goodwill you just gave me from your assistance. Did we deliver our message? Please, please, just please stop. Please stop for, please. It's only because you're making that face, okay? (laughs) Fine. What are you doing? But I could totally hate him. I apologized. Yep. Yes. Thank you so much for your apologies. <laughs> I, I'm so frustrated. I don't understand. <laughs> yep. Thank you for your apology. You know what? I know why I was angry. I bet you Shermie came in here. Bastard. Just and... uh, trying to help uh, smooth the transition of power. <laughs> she takes him by his hind legs and just throws him like a like a little uh, rock that you would skip across a lake out the nearest window. The lovers are dead. Long live seven symphonious chords. <laughs> she takes a sigh and I instantly feel better. Sorry, guys. So Golden Might of the Dawn looks to seven symphonious chords. I, she looks to her mask and apologize. then looks back to, <laughs> looks back to seven symphonious chords. I apologize. I crossed a line. I know that you are gifted in abilities that are similar to those I am acquainted with and was far more defensive than I should have been. And she looks to Ashen Mask. And he just does the hand across the throat like, stop now. We're done. That was, We're done. That was really good. 
And she looks back to Seven Symphonious Chords and makes a very beautiful smile. But Ashen Mask and probably even Seven Symphonious Chords can tell she is pushing it. I forgive you. It's fine. It's fine. Great. Super duper. Look forward to rebuilding the Pulling city with you. Pulling her away. Oh, uh, Goldie, there was a thing we needed to take care of. I'm sure you can finish up here, right? Okay, guys. So, uh, <laughs> do we get his, like, you know, identity wiped now? Is that a thing? That if you get? still need it, yeah, I'm happy to take care of it for you before because I sort of step out of this crime situation into more legitimate avenues of power. Actually, um, um Rizzo. What I need from you, Chords, also, yeah, sorry, I'm still kind of reeling from that. Changed a bit over the course of this whole misadventure. Um, I do need your help being unobtrusive, yes, but it is not to avoid detection in connection with the item that I was carrying anymore. I simply need a short time of being hard to track personally. I can help because you with that, yeah. I am no longer hiding from those who would take... The artifact that I carried with me. The three of you and Accord have convinced me. You are more than capable of keeping this idol safe. And to be honest, I was keeping it out of the hands of the realm, and you will be keeping it from hands far, far worse. Accord's what I need is to not be detected as I return home. I have... I have a friend to kill. I know that feeling. As the kids today say, big mood. Rizzo blinks wide-eyed at this new vendetta that Alceus has. Were you seriously not listening to me when I told you my whole sad backstory a couple episodes ago? (laughs) No, I just thought that, you know... You'd move past it or, move, you know, something. Move some past kind of- my defining desire to liberate my home from fascism. No, it's really still a thing. Yeah, you don't have to be a sack of tears for the rest of your life. You can move past it and heal. Yeah, so uh, basically I'm just gonna... And he walks over and sort of flicks out his wrist and there is a, like, the smoking nub of a torch that he holds close to you as he begins to squeeze his hand into his palm, drawing blood, dropping the blood onto your hair as he is passing this torch nub over you. And after a couple of moments... He steps back. You can see quickly the wound in his hand is starting to seal closed, and he extinguishes the piece of torch. If you uh, make your way back, you should be pretty good. It was more ritualistic than it was practical. People aren't really going to be able to trick you too easily now. It'd be pretty bad, you know, making you not have to shower or whatever until you get to where you're going. But I appreciate your assistance. The city of Jiao Wei thanks you for your assistance, and any time you should find it appropriate to make a visitation you are welcome here and we will celebrate your return as a hero i'll see us extends his hand to seven symphonious chords and chords shakes it golden might of the dawn has her arms crossed and is glaring at seven symphonious chords with a giant smile on her face while ashamas continues to hold her back if all goes well why did you try to pick a fight with me i I said I was sorry. Alcius Continue, pats, I'm sorry. Alcius pats his shoulder. She just got so in my head. <laughs> She's so in my head. I do that to people. Don't worry about it, sweetie. These mind games are insane. Now you know how the rest of the world feels. Please, please stop. If all goes well, the next time we meet, I will be monarch of a very large kingdom, and I will be very, 
very pleased to establish good diplomatic relations between the city of Zhao Wei and the Mero Kingdom, and to see the strides that you have made by then in bettering the citizens of this place. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. Best of luck in your journey. You've done more for the city than you should have, than you had any reason to. I wanted what's best for the people of Zhao Wei, because if I acted in any capacity other than that, I would have no right to assume the throne that I wish to assume upon my return home. I think that about does it. Um, before you return home, I think that uh, it would mean a lot to someone who was very important to Ariston if you maybe stopped by and said goodbye. I agree. Smash cut to outside of Ariston's house with the group. Hearth Eternal has answered the door. Oh, hello, Mr. Alceus. Risso, Goldie, and uh, Ashen Mask, it's nice to see you. <coughs> oh, and Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice, too. But welcome back. I trust things have been going well. Yeah, they are super-duper fantastic. Um, Could we trouble you to come inside for a minute? Yes, come on in. That's fine by me. And Goldie pats Alceus on the shoulder. You got this. And at this point... Rizzo feels the part of Ariston that resides within her stirring. It draws you upstairs to a compartment hidden at the back of a closet where there is inside of a large nautilus shell an urn. Rizzo picks it up and brings it back to where everyone else is and hands it to Alceus. Does this mean something to you? She knows that it does, but it seemed like right at the time. Alcius looks at the large shell in his hands and looks confused for a moment. Just the sheer impossibility that somehow this hasn't been lost over all these years. This kind of shell is very rarely used. Only the royalty in the Marrow Kingdom are cremated. It's a a great feat of sorcery in the deep. This is my son. Oh. Rizzo smiles and puts her hands over his as he grabs it and gives his hands like a small but strong embrace. Ariston wanted you to have this. He led me here to give it to you. This, I will let you know in game terms, is... An opportunity for you, if you choose, to actually release Ariston's spirit Mm -hmm. and confer to Alceus the comfort intended upon his passing. Would you like to feel his presence? The friendship that he shared with you, I, I would not ask that you part with that, but if it is your will to do so, I... He was the son of Nicandros by birth, but I always considered him my son. And to see him, or at least know that he is all right one last time, would be very meaningful to me. I've lived with him around me long enough that I can do this. I can say goodbye. And you can also rightfully say goodbye. So Rizzo releases the energies and presence that's left within her from when she released him when Ariston first died. It feels as though waves of cerulean and sea foam move throughout the room, blanketing everyone, 
who was present in that sense of love that Ariston left in his parting, Hearth Eternal begins to weep. I'm glad to have met you, Mr. Alcius. With a man like you as his father, it's no wonder he would grow up into the man who I loved. Alcius embraces him, unable for the moment to get any words out. And after a long moment, he steps back, looks from Hearth Eternal to the rest of the circle. I think that with what we've accomplished, what you still have ahead of you, Jaway and creation are in good hands. I think that after such a long time, it's time for me and my sons to go home. Thank you for believing in us and helping us. I'm glad I was here to be able to reunite you. Having broken from your embrace with Hearth Eternal, you find yourselves at the docks of Jiao Wei, hanging over the large sunken pit on which boats are raised and lowered into the Tepu River below. Thank you for helping us out, Alcius, when you go home. If anybody gives you any trouble, you let them know that I'm going to cut their dicks off if they try to front, and hopefully that'll help you beat the scary man. <laughs> Maybe I'll do just that. Golden Might of the Dawn rubs her nose, which is a little pink-tinged. So I don't know when we'll see you next, but... Hopefully I will start less fights and be better at talking because I'm really good at listening and I'm really good at being pretty. I Apparently there's just this whole other part of social stuff that involves not threatening to cut people's dicks off. <laughs> Goldie, I've been here long enough to know that you have limitless potential. And he pulls her in for a hug. Goldie gives you a good big bear hug, but Alceus can take it. <laughs> Ashen Mask, I, I really must thank you for all your help. I don't think that I could have accomplished what I did without your assistance and your support, and I think that a great deal of the credit for the good days in Jawe's future goes to you. I, I look at you and I see what Kalias would have been had he lived longer. Ashen Mask has tears welling up in his eyes, and he is trying to keep it together and at the mention of Alcius's son, he embraces Alcius in a large hug. I only wish I could have had a father like you. He just returns the hug a little bit harder. It's not the sort of thing that there are better words for than that. Rizzo gives Alcius a big hug and her final pine cone that says, with googly eyes, you're now leaving Jawei. Alcius looks to the sun where it's sinking in the bay and sort of comes to his senses a bit. When I first rose from the water and came here to the surface of creation, the sun was rising behind me. That was when I became exalted with the conviction that I had to see the best interests of my people served. <laughs> what a long, strange day it's been. And he lowers himself into the water, and there is a ripple of anima that travels perfectly over the moving surface of the water. And as this occurs, his feet and legs and entire lower body regain their true form as one of the marrow. You can see that the scar given him by the Megalodon continues past where his scales begin, creating a jagged line of 
furrowed, broken half scales. He, faster than even seems possible, swims out several dozen yards and turns to wave goodbye at the circle one last time before diving and seeking deeper water. Now, won't you join us for lunch in a wooded glen? It was so kind of you all to meet me out here in the forest, uh, just for a little old picnic. I thought this was actually... I apologize. I thought this was an invitation from someone else. There was a kind of smudge. I thought it said Sherman. <laughs> oh, Sherman. You always would be uh, willing to accept any invitation from him, huh? What yes. is it with you and Sherman, anyway? You Do you have a thing for Sherman? I thought we had a thing, but apparently it's whatever. It's fine. Rizzo, is someone underappreciating you? Because I would be more than happy to stop by and remind them how priceless you are. Um, well, if there's one thing I think we can agree on, it's that Rizzo is an absolute treasure. <sighs> Excuse me? I'm just saying... Sherman refuses to acknowledge my existence, and I might die that way, but it's fine. I've, well, it's whatever. My, well, uh, better than I can say about myself, eh? Uh, trying, to, <laughs> trying to talk, you terrible frog. Uh, my advice to you, Rizzo, is don't squeeze the Sherman. I can't. I don't get it. It's okay. You are younger than I am. How old are you anyways? Because you look so old. Yeah, like, you, well, you've uh, got that daddy thing going on. In frog years or human years? Why would not we care? You? For God's sake, they were talking to me. I just thought people might want to learn a little bit about me. I was quite frankly flattered when you said I had a bit of a daddy thing going on. Okay, in, in that case, Jeremy, tell us something that's actually interesting about yourself. You better not screw this up. I, ooh, If you mess this up, I am going to punt you. I once... Uh, applied to and was uh, rejected from the School of Economics uh, down in Nexus. If you were rejected, then it's not interesting. I mean, they gave a frog a chance, though. The uh, bylaws said that nothing said that a frog couldn't go to business school. Yeah, I think they made a specific rule that you couldn't go to that school, though. <laughs> there are signs posted there, as I am to understand. Have you tried to use that particular loophole to get yourself onto various professional sports teams by any chance? I feel like there could be an angle there. Well, you know, I uh, I suffer some chronic tendonitis, and I am not sure that I'm really fit for athletic play. Is that is that constant? Did you make this frog <laughs> all the that? time? Oh my god! No, I think that's just with age. But Rizzo, he's he's very very old for a frog. I know. And he's I feel got like li- he's got a daggone beard. It's a few little wispy hairs that are. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that because he really looks like a wizard that got turned into a frog. Yeah, no, it's really the opposite way around. I'm a frog who's become quite proficient with sorcery, but the one sorcery it seems that I can never learn is the one that undoes this horrible curse that's been put on my soul. It's like the bitter oh, irony of a fairy tale. I it? don't know what I did. I swear, if I could go back in time. If I could go back in time. If you could find a way. If I could turn. You know, uh, one of the first things I learned to do as a sorcerer was uh, how to summon demons of the uh, the first circle. Well, well, one of the things you didn't learn how to do was shut the fuck up. 
oh my gosh, wait a minute, Rizzo, this is perfect. Clearly, he has a curse on him to be completely unlikable. So if we can find a way to break that, then we can break the curse that makes me unlikable, and then I'll finally find love. Well, you certainly seem to have a charming, shining personality and a lot of enthusiasm and talent. I don't see why anyone in particular would not like you or take a shining to you. I am so... (laughs) You are so lucky that you can't die because I really would murder you. (laughs) I tell people I would all the time and it's usually a form of affection, but I would really actually murder you. Step on me, please. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Maybe we should just get him a cup of water or something. Can he drown? No. Of all the ways to try and kill him, he's a frog. Why would you try drowning? That does seem like literally the last thing. I'm just saying, it doesn't have to be drowning in water. If we just fill something with alcohol, he could just, like, die of liver poisoning. And They don't have alcohol here. In the forest. <laughs> in the middle of the forest, yeah, there's no alcohol out here. Well, goddammit, someone get Talia to make some good, strong alcohol. I'm pretty sure he'd just burn forever. Like, we, we've established it. But imagine, imagine Shermie the way he is, but drunk. And forever. That might be hilarious. We need to get on this immediately. Qui-Gon has now left b- underneath, like, by Rizzo's chair and has just plopped himself right, like, underneath Shermie's chair and is looking up at him, basically making the face of, like, I dare you to make a move. I dare you. A little uh, uncomfortable here. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a drinking man myself. Uh, always said that it... Uh might make me do a thing or two I wasn't particularly uh, interested in. Oh my god, you are such a nerd. Uh, You're talking I also, about, like, having fun? Well, you know, somebody once told me, a wise man said that uh, uh, if you do drugs, you? Uh, you go to hell before you die. Interesting. His name was Mario Mario. <laughs> I think I'm there now. Please. Alright, we're done here. And Ashen Mask picks him up and uh, uses triple distance technique and throws him as far as he can. <laughs> Why did you... Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you'd like to get in touch with the show or ask Quinn any questions, feel free to contact us at our email at swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. We can also be found on Twitter at Swallows of South and on Facebook and Tumblr at Swallows of the South. Our theme song is new by Elvis Herod. If you'd like to help the show out, feel free to leave us a five-star rating or review on iTunes or check our Patreon. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next Tuesday.